0: Hello, I'm Sumit Bose. Welcome to this week's Net Hero podcast. And we definitely have a pair of heroes for you to listen to. I trailed this in my column and I trailed it a little bit last week. We'll be talking, the bulk of the podcast today is to an Indian couple who decided that a dirty beach was not gonna be dirty any longer. And with air and hands, they start to clean up the litter and created a transformation. So the story of that beach in Mumbai in a moment. But just a couple of things to uh, touch on before we get into the podcast. Firstly, you can't help but notice the gloom and doom about the energy price cap. So just today at the time of recording this podcast, we've just had the prediction that we're facing probably close to 3,000 pounds in the price cap in October. Ouch. I mean, that's ridiculous. If you think about where things were, we are looking at probably prices nearly trebling in a period of one year and all of this is set against the background that we've continuously seen of global pressure and the war in ukraine of course the, the russian invasion there so what can we do about it well we did a webinar this week promoing the big zero show and uh, my guests were great on that And uh, you can have a listen in uh, so ju- just do a quick look on future zero, you'll see the podcasts. But we kind of looked at it all and we said prices are on the way up and they're going to stay up. This is, I'm afraid, the new reality. And it is something that we perhaps need to get our minds around. It can't be helped by government trying to subsidise it. It can't be helped by saying, you know, let's have loads of windfall taxes. There's an inescapable fact over the next few years, price of energy is going up. The price of energy is having to go up and it will continue to go up. And that's because we are in a transition. We are Whatever happens, we've got to make this transition work. And as we cut down, uh, even though people think, oh, there's going to be a spike in oil and gas, it, it won't be in the long term because everything is pointing towards the recent crisis, focusing minds to say for nations, Nation states, what can we do to protect ourselves? Let's build more nuclear, let's build more renewables, let's have more solar, thermal, whatever. Yes, some people are looking at oil and gas, but maybe they're looking at it from their own point of view. And and we will probably have a spike. There's no demand, no doubts that there'll be a, a demand spike. But unfortunately, prices are going to go up. What we need to do is make sure that we are aware of it and that we try and help those who are most at need. And so, you know, story this week about British Gas setting up a sort of counselling service for people who are worried about the bills. I think that's a good idea. Lots of companies are looking at kind of how they can stagger payments. And also for businesses, you know, we have a business audience, so you wanna make sure people are trying to ride this out. And it's gonna cost more, everything's gonna go up. Now, I can't really offer you any solutions on how to get around that, except to say that, you know, This is possibly the new reality for a while. But it will get better. It will, it will start to reduce. And it perhaps makes more important than ever the ability to focus on what you need. You know, less is more. My old adage is is so true now. Do we have to use these things? Do we have to buy that much food? Are we looking at all these things? So, yes, tricky times ahead. Um, yes, it's going to be difficult, but I do think eventually journey will be more rewarding for us all in the long run but there's no doubt we got some short term pain. Um things that caught my eye this week well there's been plenty of really big stories check out futurenetzero.com and energy live news but you know we're looking at things like you know the changes towards the whole post climate change conference the cop you know you've got alex sharma saying right you did a lot of talking let's start making those promises stick by putting in the finance to help developing countries. So as he spearheads the transition to COP27 in Egypt, he's been speaking this week saying that, you know, the 100 billion that was promised needs to start getting out there to Indonesia, South Africa, parts of Malaysia. You know, there's loads of huge areas of the world that need that help and they're the most sort of strapped So that's something that I think there's no there's no lying anymore. You know, you can make all the claims, but you cannot stand on that sort of bullshit. Frankly, you've got to start delivering. Um, Another interesting article, if you have read one of our partner pieces um, from Anton Roberts at Total, looked at the implication of non-commodity costs and they're really going to be enormous because The markets are volatile, sure, but what you've actually got is all of these costs that we've got to try and stagger and get us to the transition. Um, Renewables obligations, things like the old feed-in tariffs, the contracts of difference, the network costs as we try and make our grids uh, much more smart, they are inescapable as well. So even if the price volatility settle down, you'll find that you're going to have a big chunk of non-commodity cost that we'll be driving. So good article, so um, definitely have a read of that. And the other thing that I think was very uh, interesting this week is that if you look at what's been going on in terms of kind of our oh, sort of built environment, the finances, you know, we can see major, major changes with batteries. And I've recorded a podcast that's coming up soon all about battery tech um, because it's just such a popular thing. But 25 million pound investment from the Faraday project looking at uh, batteries and and the use of more batteries, self-driving bus and van program, putting out loads more carbon neutral steel, more battery tech investment across uh, Europe. If you look at where we're going, all of these things show that we're going to start to shift even faster and that Russia and Ukraine has just driven that. And the th- the last thing is you know Australia which has generally been under a sort of fairly climate skeptic government for the last sort of 10 years has just had a new prime minister come in World of a liberal who basically said that he wants to end the climate wars and uh, bring in climate change. Now this is really interesting since Australia is one of the largest uh consumers and producers of of um, per capita of, of emissions, it's got a huge mining industry. It's got a huge tin, coal, etc., and has generally been fairly sceptical about what it, what it comes to climate. So I think all these things, even though there's a lot of gloom about these things, do seem to show us a shift that things are moving in a better direction. And globally, and that's the point, as the podcast will show you now. Globally, that's what matters. It's not matter what we do here in the UK or in Europe. We've got to take the whole planet with us. And that brings me on to the story today. The story of a couple from India who, as I said at the beginning, I think typify what uh, needs to be done, which is taking action. And in India, pollution is a very, very big problem. It's a huge problem. You can see the heat wave that's going on now. A lot of people think that's partly not just down to climate change, but the decimation of forests, the the levels of pollution that are going on there. So uh, have a listen to this fascinating tale of basically getting on with it by yourself. Now, this is a story that fascinated me. It's a story that I think really typifies what net zero is about, because we can't quantify what things are. If I said to you, oh, you produce five tonnes of carbon or six tonnes of carbon, what does it mean? If I said to you that the, te- the temperature is going up by half a degree, can you feel it? But when you see rubbish, when you see litter, when you see pollution, you really relate to it. And there was a campaign there, I think a couple of years ago, on a viral campaign, sort of the black bin bag challenge. And it really struck me that it showed you that if you cleaned up just near your neighbourhood, what it would make you feel. Well, an Indian couple uh, took that to the nth degree. They literally have completely transformed the beach near where they live in Mumbai from being strewn with plastic to being now pristine, a fantastic environment for children, for everyone to enjoy. And they did it simply with their own hands by picking it up. And I'm delighted to say that they've joined us here today on the NetHero podcast. Indranil and Rabia, how are you? Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, Sumit. Thanks for having us on this chat. We're really happy to be here.
0: Thanks, Sumit. Thanks for having us. Thanks no, no, I, I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, I just think that, that what you've done is incredible. So my Hindi isn't good, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> our blog, un fan, a fantastic job, yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you for that. Thanks, Sumer. Thanks tell people where where you live first of all because people have heard of mumbai okay and they, and they think of bollywood and yeah. pomfret which is also very good. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah.
1: but,
0: but you guys moved into a house or apartment near a beach called mahim beach can you explain what it was like when you first moved there and where where is the beach in relation to the sort of um, the, the center of the city and where people might know like the gateway in india things like that
1: so uh, uh smith we we moved to you're right we moved to a, a new house which is located on Mahim Beach. Uh, Mahim is is central Mumbai. It's very close to uh, an area called Dadar, which is very popular. And so so we moved to this house uh, and we moved during the monsoons. Um, This was back in July 2017. And, you know, this beach is is a very low profile beach and does not have any, uh, you know, big access from for the public uh, from the road
2: or road frontage. Uh, road right.
1: frontage yeah. yeah. And so our house was lovely and it it overlooked the beach and we had a beautiful view of the sea <laughs> and, and you know when we looked out we were just so super excited but the moment yeah, because, you look down mm. is when you saw the beach uh, and it, actually there was no beach uh, all we saw was just waste and also during the monsoons the sea throws out a lot more. Yeah. And uh, we just couldn't see any sand uh, from our window. And it was, it was quite uh, sad, you know, to see that. And we thought that maybe, you know, the municipal corporation will come and clean it. And we kept hoping for that for a few <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds uh, just like yeah.
0: England and the councils. But, but what, what, <laughs> what was the rubbish? What, what did you find? Is it just plastic? Was it everything?
1: Yes. Yes. So 95% of the waste on the beach uh, was plastic. Um, And you could see, you know, you could see it from our balcony, you know, the different colored plastic bags. But this was still the view from our balcony. You know, we had not stepped onto the beach yet. Wow. Then, you know, like responsible citizens, we called our local municipal office a few times and uh, told them about the state of the beach and they would tell us that somebody will come and clean and they never
0: showed up and yeah, yeah and they never they said "Sub take care don't worry <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Subtique,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so we just you know and then i think we just got fed up you know and then yeah. it's just uh and you know as 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 an individual you think okay what is it that i can do yeah that would help the situation and we could just think of wearing a pair of gloves and going down and start cleaning it so, so just one morning you had
0: enough you just
2: said I've had enough yes. yeah yeah we had enough and I thought I, I think for me so it was that I had so much anger channeling in the sense that I was so for me it was converting my passion aggression into action <laughs> I was so upset that the municipal corporation yeah. guys kept saying they'll come they'll come but they never showed up and yeah that just really got me irritated, and and actually, Rabe was the first one to take the step. Right? She said, right. I, "I kept I kept debating with her that it's not my job to do." It's yeah, not of her course, job yeah, it's absolutely. It's I common. get do do it? why should we go do this? And then she said, "No, I'm going to uh, act on this. Do you want to join me the, as any good husband? I follow." You know? <laughs> yeah, any good Indian husband does what is right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah that's that's how the journey with my Beach cleanup started
0: yeah. can you yeah. just explain though I mean do you know how, I mean obviously you just moved there in 2017 but had it always been like this did you talk to other neighbors and locals and and were they like oh this is just recent or this has been going on for decades and no one's sort of given a damn
1: yeah so there are some residents there who've been living there for generations and you know so they they told us that you know this beach till about 30 years ago was still very clean and they used mm. to enjoy swimming in that water and you would also see you know starfish on the beach sometimes and it just i think deteriorated in the last 3 decades right. and when we stepped onto the beach you know you know we realized what was the main source of the problem it was actually not people littering on the beach so much it was right. mainly the there is a river in in mumbai called the mithi river yeah. and that is a 17 kilometer long river and it meets the sea at Mahim. Ah. And yeah, and so there all is all of the
2: waste, waste from Mithi River yes. gets
1: dumped directly into the sea. There is no filtration system there, and wow. that river has actually almost become a gutter because along these the 17 kilometers stretch, there are a lot of encroachment, a lot of hutments, a lot of small-scale industries like tanneries, and they don't have waste management systems of their own. So but they're, they're dumping, dumping everything.
0: Yeah, they're dumping the chemicals. And yeah. The
1: waste, yeah, the waste is getting dumped into that river and it's carrying it directly to the sea. And our beach being the first beach gets the maximum you know, waste uh, from that. So and you went down
0: there, could you describe what it was like so we can understand? Because I would have thought, I mean, hey, I've been to some Indian places where the stink kills you. What was it like? Because apart from all the plastic, was there a really bad smell? How did you cope? It was crazy. It was, it's, it's just
2: three, three and a half feet of garbage on a one kilometer stretch. And beyond that is the sea. And it was heart wrenching, right? It, it, it just makes you so sad that of the world that we're living in, right? Uh, yeah. But, you know, so but but we're also, you know, we, we, we're we fairly smart. Uh, humans are fairly smart and they want to think of solutions to a problem and they're quick to act. So that's what happened with us. We said, hey, there's a problem. How do we start fixing it, right? Yeah. But, but it was really sad. It, it's unimaginable. And we'll send you some pictures. It's just... Uh, yeah, no, I've, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. Who share it on
0: social media? Incredible. Uh, did it, did it, did you not worry about chemicals and, and things like that that would be in the water and around the beach when you started the cleanup?
1: I think we were so frustrated at that point. <laughs> <You're not there. laughs> I, don't, I just, I think it was it was also, we both, you know, we both have OCD. So I think it was just our right. OCD kicking in and we were just Brilliant. wanted to just go and just start cleaning it, you know.
0: You just grabbed a bin bag and you just put it yeah. in the That's what you started. Yeah.
1: yeah, so what we did was, Sumit, we actually did go and talk to the municipal corporation before we, we started actually cleaning because we needed their help in terms of the garbage that we were going to remove. Only their vehicles could take it off the beach. Understood. And also, like you said, you know, we, we were just two regular citizens. We were not from a background of, you know, in doing any work with the environment or cleaning beaches before. Yeah. So we needed their help. We would just go down, start cleaning and we would accumulate the garbage that we had removed at a spot and then the municipal staff would come and take it. What was the
0: stuff you were finding? Was it just things like the bags or was it toys? Was it sort of, you know, containers, bottles, cans? I think
1: we've we've seen everything uh, on the beach. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, you know, mostly plastic bags, of course, uh, packaging. We've seen um, uh, suitcases, backpacks. Toys, milk packets, milk packets contraceptives, uh, yeah, contraceptives,
2: <laughs> diapers,
1: diapers, uh, sanitary pads, um, footwear,
0: footwear. Oh my God. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Clothes, you know. So just everything, everything possible, and even a mannequin. Yes, one mannequin two, even and, from,
2: yeah. in, including no. Ganesh idols, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: and, the, and, and a lot, a lot idols, of idols. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's when we awesome started, sure. it was right after Ganesh Chaturthi, which is a very big festival.
0: Yes. In, so in, I in Maharashtra. explain to the, to the listeners that. In in a Hindu culture uh, after a, a religious festival they take sort of normally they're made of clay aren't they generally they take these kind of uh, deities and they put them in the water and I was always told by my mom oh don't worry that when they go in the water the clay they they, they sort of disappear but I don't know yeah. maybe yeah. they're made of plastic these days I don't
1: yeah know. but they're made of pop these days they're not made of clay you know so, ah. so majority of these idols are made of pop and uh and they they put them into the water but when it's low tide all of those idols are visible most of them wash back onto the shore because they're
2: not immersed the deep 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 enough, right? deep enough so and, yeah. getting yeah. washed back on the shore and
1: also because it's pop it takes forever for that them to you know sort of uh, disintegrate or break break down yeah. and and pop like we know is really harmful for the marine life it, it sucks course. out all the oxygen from the water so when we we started when we walked on that beach uh, we saw so many of these idols that were lying there and again you know you feel like you know you've really so ganesh chaturthi is a festival that goes on for 11 days and you know the idol is kept in your house and and you worship mm. it and you know you're just it's beautifully decorated and then you just leave it on 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 a beach and it's got garbage all over it and yeah. just and it was yeah it was really sad and we thought it was just it was a bit disrespectful so um, yeah yeah so that's that's when we started so that, that was the kind of garbage we saw the first time and we just you know just picked up a patch and we just started cleaning there.
0: Okay you picked up the patch you cleaned it Obviously, he went back home, had a good shower, I'm assuming. (laughs) The next day, that patch must have been covered again. I mean, I would just go, this is pointless.
1: Yeah, no, that's right.
0: Yeah. Uh But but I think what... Kept us going
2: is that first day when you actually clear the sand of the plastic and you see a little bit of water flowing on that sand. Yeah. And you get a sense of what it could be like. And that yeah. gave us the impetus to keep going. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And we said, hey, we did this patch today. Let's go back and do a larger patch, see what happens to that patch that we cleaned. And, and we committed to it. You know, uh, me and Rabe were very clear that we're, we're going to give this, uh, this a fair shot and, uh, and see where we go with it. And we were very clear that this has to be a collaborative. Between us citizens and the local authorities, and then yeah. we couldn't do this on our own. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: so that's what that's what we did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So let's go
0: through this then. You go and do this. <clears throat> First of all, what do all your neighbors say? Secondly, how did you turn this into a movement where more and more people joined you over the years? to start doing this.
2: So the neighbor said that, hey, like, you're know, <laughs> Yeah, you're now. This is a recurring problem. Nothing's going to happen. They're, We've been they're standing on the problem. balcony, e-
0: eating but peanuts, yeah. laughing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> laughing
2: and they said what's wrong with these guys right and that was a reaction but that being said you still had a few neighbors who did walk down ask us what we were doing how long are we going to be doing it for what's the plan kept coming and giving us advice on how to change the world overnight You had a lot of that that happening as well but
0: that's also very good in my, Indian uh, culture everyone tells you what yeah. to
2: do <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that being said for the first three four months we had one or two participants from the neighborhood right so that was to answer your first question the second thing that we did was is that um, um, uh, what we did was that we kept documenting our journey and progress and challenges on social media we used right. Facebook and Instagram and we kept documenting those two hours every weekend and saying this was the problem this is what we tried, tried to do to fix it this is the challenge right come join us if you're in the neighborhood come join us and I think what happened was that People fed off our consistency and commitment to the problem, right? Yeah. And, and 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 to the mission of fixing the problem. And I think people started seeing our feeds, they started seeing our regularity, and then they said, hey, listen. Uh, that hey, these guys are regular and they've committed to this and 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 we were able to show change, right? So when, when they were able to see before after pictures, they said, hey, uh, change is possible and we're going to go see what these guys are up to and see if we can join it, right? Yeah. Everybody's sitting on the fence, right? So when everybody's <laughs> thinking, oh, uh, people, 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 yeah, uh, this is not my job. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, am I going to
0: fall sick? Uh, yeah. So many problems, right? Uh, so, but in the end,
2: people just things do, in it, the head. Yeah.
0: this is a really interesting story. What you've done is because you create a movement just by doing, not like kind of shouting. You just gone right. We're gonna, and also what I'm very interested in is you. You just it was two hours, isn't it? Two hours every weekend. Yes. Is that right? Yes. That's, right. Yes. that's right. That's right. Just yes. not like a massive commitment. It's just like we're going to do these two hours and that's it. But we're going to yes. do it every week. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the the,
2: the that was at the start
0: but when you you know thing
2: about working in the social space or the social impact space that it can really suck you in so cool. there were weekends that went into cleaning the beach but the weekdays went into meetings with the local authorities trying to mm-hmm. understand the problem trying to work with schools to bring the students in trying to sensitize the neighborhood so we, we also have a really sweet Koli fisherman, uh, fisherman community living on the beach Yes, yeah. so one of the big problems also, apart from Mickey bringing in the pollution onto our shores, was also the Koli community not managing their waste, right? So yeah, the fishermen. Of yeah, yeah. The fishermen. So it yeah. was important to work with the fishermen and get them to not dispose of their waste on our shores, right? right? So a lot of time went into getting them to divert and handle their waste properly, right? Which is one of the
0: things that yeah, helped, it helped uh, yeah. in keeping the beach uh, Yeah. Honestly, both of you, I just think what you've done is you've just shown by sheer force of will that you can make a difference and people will come, people will join you. And that must have been very rewarding that even the council who said, it's not my job, we'll do it tomorrow, they started. Your neighbors who are like, what are you doing? The fishermen who obviously not their fault, but probably been used to just throwing their stuff. Changing behavior is so difficult and and it's so such an it's like the kind of thing that everyone's doing you know if we change behavior we know we make the planet better how did you find that did it just sort of seep in did you just have to do a lot of talking you sound very charming I'm sure you probably charmed them but (laughs) how did you win them over
1: yeah, so we we followed a process uh, summit that when volunteers came onto the beach, we would do a little briefing session with them, uh, where we would tell them about the geography of the place, uh, or tell them about the beach. A lot of people didn't even know this beach existed. And so we would familiarize them with the area, and then tell them how to clean the do's and don'ts. And then post the cleanup, we would do a 15 minute session with them where we would tell them. How they could make a change in their day to day life, wow. which would have an impact. Because, because a lot of
2: them could also not come back yes, to the beach. Because, do, yeah, because, they yeah, not, not everybody
1: basis, can come right. back and clean the beach yeah. every weekend, you know. Uh, there were people coming from really, you know, far corners of the city, or even from other cities who were in Mumbai at that time. So the idea was to change mindset, and how do we change behavior and our day-to-day habits? So the the, the cleanup became a platform to right. educate and create awareness, right. and that's what we did. And even this fisherman community that lives on the beach, uh, you know, once they saw change, their kids could play on the beach. You know, they they it. So it was not just you know the sea was not just import, important for livelihood; it was also important for recreation. Yeah
2: and also creating opportunities for communities to come together right from all walks of life and i think yeah. and i think what happened for us is that people could see that change is possible yeah. uh, yes. and they all wanted to be a part of it yeah and they it, could right? see that
1: yeah. an individual act can have an impact you know so it's, it's even if you start small you know it can make a difference so and i think that what we wanted to convey also that it's it's physically cleaning the beach is one thing but how do we change behavior oh, sorry i just
2: got the point back yeah i think so much is important it's so important to tell your listeners that it's just not the cleaning right it's it's the yeah. conversations that you're having around mm-hmm. Uh, which are so important and it's there's the, the even more effective is because the volunteer coming to the beach to help you clean is seeing the problem firsthand right yeah. so you are yeah. able to yeah. build a very serious case of the problem and then say hey this is the solution right so civic action is one part of it but changing consumption and consuming what you
0: what you need
1: how what you buy yeah. what you buy is and important. then how you dispose it and how you yeah. dispose i think it. the, the yeah. And, and I think the thing that's really interesting is,
0: um, you know, people may or may not know, but, you know, India still has a bit of a, 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 a class system, a caste system, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, the, there are certain things of how society functions. But what you've done there is show that actually that beach is for everyone, right? Whether you're very wealthy or whether you're poor. And, and that's the thing. We all live in the same environment. And it's getting us all together to just go that actually everyone can have an effect not just, the, the, you know, you don't blame them. They're the ones, you know, it's the fishermen's fault or whatever. Yeah. And, and bringing that, that must be amazing what you did because that's a real thing where you make people not see people. Really. we're all just together trying to trying to make the place a bit better
1: yes absolutely, absolutely. yeah absolutely yeah. it's about building a community you know that's what we tried to do because otherwise there are buildings on the shore and people are living in their apartments and then there is a fisherman community they are going about their life yeah so nobody's interacting nobody yeah. is you know <laughs> um you know so that i think I the hope you got some nice hot... fresh
0: fish out of this as well
1: <laughs> yeah 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 uh, he yeah. did yes <laughs>
2: You, it's sad that you've turned off the video, or or, or my uh, uh, physical appearance would uh, <laughs> <true to> thanks <laughs> to that to the amount of
0: fish we've got too much pomfret too
1: much pomfret <laughs> yes, much bomb it, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: so let's let's move forward to where we are today so this is twenty seventeen you start this now five years on I mean wonderful guys you've you've got uh, a beach that's clean you've had uh, how many I don't know how many tons was it a hundred uh, Hundred thousand it kilos.
1: It, it's yeah, it's so it's over uh, ten lakh kgs. So that's wow. about over one thousand tons of waste. Yeah.
0: Wow, and that's yeah. m- hopefully all gone to be disposed of. Some of it recycled, that sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Yes. So we were able to recycle about. 7-8% of that. Yeah. The challenge with recycling this plastic is that it's wet and it's got yeah, sand on it so that we we found it uh, difficult to get yeah, recyclers. Yeah, not too many, take yeah, not too many takers course. for it. So the municipal corporation would collect it and would take it to a landfill, unfortunately. But they have started, last year, they've started taking some of the plastic bags, like gunny bags, etc. which they have found a recycler for and they are collecting those separately, like segregating those and giving those to the recycler. At a very small scale, but they're trying but they're trying yeah Yeah, exactly
0: yeah things will change and you know India's definitely progressed a lot so you know I'm sure people start having more things but you've also is it true that you've kind of um, have you been sort of recognised by the UN or something with this Mahim Beach clean up
1: Yes, that yes. was in two thousand eighteen uh, World Environment Day. Two thousand eighteen, we were felicitated by the UN uh, environment, environment. Environment, yes, uh, for wow. for our efforts on Mahind Beach yeah. So that was that was a huge, uh, I would say, huge reward for reward us. And, and
2: also that actually, that also helped to get the word out. the two yeah. things that kind of got us uh, a lot of traction is. Uh, uh, a fairly large article in a publication here in uh, in Bombay called the Hindu yeah fairly respected and this UN environment recognition uh, really helped to kind of galvanize a lot more participation so
0: you've yeah. cleaned up the beach you've done an amazing job but it hasn't stopped there because you've you've changed yourselves as I said I think at the beginning that you're you're from a kind of marketing background you're not sort of people do not think you're tree huggers or uh, you know out there <laughs> saving dolphins so you're you're normal people working in offices doing that but now you've created something called Ethico India w- what is that can you explain that to the listeners so some of it's extending that
2: last 15 minute of conversation that we had after every cleanup and, and taking that to a larger community and a larger base right so uh, what we're trying to do with Ethico is that we could either you know so we, we decided to restrict our commitment to Mayim Beach and be able to show impact, right? So we didn't go from Mayan Beach to another beach. We didn't go to other beaches. We, we yeah. stuck to my Beach and we wanted to kind of show impact.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a, a real beach, test uh, of a case study that you can just see the reality of the change. Yeah, I right. get it. And,
2: and then we said the next step could be that how do you talk to a, and reach, we were getting 100 to 150 volunteers turn up every weekend on the beach. But we said, how do we go out to a larger community? and talk to them and promote conscious consumerism, right? How do you use education and how do you use content in an interesting manner to be able to change habits, right? So EthicoIndia.com is a platform that has a lot of content that helps you shift from a regular lifestyle to a sustainable lifestyle, right? Simple articles, easy to read, easy to implement, We've got a small shop section. We didn't want to lead with shop and shop is not as important as the education part of the platform is. The shop is uh, mainly to find eco alternatives to all the nuisance products from on the beach. Right. And also, if you do read an article and you want to start compost, then that should be a solution available on our platform. Right. So simply put, we're just trying to, we've created a platform that, gives you content that once you read helps you shift to a more sustainable lifestyle makes that process easier and most importantly
0: push conscious consumerism right I I love it I'm I'm on it I'm on it as we're speaking and this is great (laughs) you've got pictures of you know you can buy uh, products that are made with things that are much more sustainable things like bamboo forks and knives you've got stories here of people doing things like a, a lady who seems to be sort of rescuing animals and this is great. I mean what you've created is are you amazed at what this has become because a couple who are just fed up with rubbish and just go out with one bag and now you've created a movement.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to think that I was very, very conscious before I started Mahin Beach cleanup, but you know, I think that completely changed our perspective, made us very conscious of our consumption. And I think once we thought that we were able to make that change, it just led us to You know, be able to help other people do the same. So, yeah, uh, so
2: much actually, that story and the picture that you're seeing is about how that person is not buying packaged food for her cat. Right. So, she's giving you solutions on what you can make at home and feed your pets. Like it's simple stories like that. Right.
0: Uh, You need to go on this site, listeners, because it's called ethicoindia.com and there is a picture here. Which I'm now I am seeing the picture of the beach before you got to clean it, yeah. guys. I'm amazed. <laughs> it's appalling. So do have a look at that, ethicoindia.com. I mean that's incredible. I wouldn't I wouldn't even know what to do with that. That's that's absolutely phenomenal. What's next then? Come on, how are you going to change the rest of India? Tell me.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, Active. Uh, I, I think it's. Uh, the, so let me tell you the true story, right? Mahim came up as an act of love. I wanted to gift my wife a beautiful view. Oh. And that's oh, how I'm he's, right man. Right? <laughs> oh, he's so, a right He's real, honestly. So, uh, no, no, but a, a serious, no, what a great story that would have been, right? There you you would have had so many more volunteers join it. That was the pitch. but no, I but so see another, a Bollywood
0: movie. Shahrukh Khan coming down
2: again. <laughs> this is good. Oh, you, made, you made my day. But listen, Samit, so, but the thing is, on a serious note, the thing uh, we're realizing that citizens, the youth, people from all walks of life are talking about the plastic waste problem. They're talking about various kinds of pollution, right? I think we're all set to want to change, right? But I think the organizations, and governments need to do far more, right? I think organizations are still saying 30 years from now, right? Yes. Um, uh, yes. They should have had solutions by now. They've had enough profits to innovate and come up with solutions right now. Like a packaging product uh, in year 2022 can't just have a code have a saying that this plastic can't be recycled because it's multi layered, right? They should have changed that plastic to something that is biodegradable by now. Uh, or, uh, yeah, or incentivize or, uh, or incentivize recollection yeah. and recycling of that right yeah. but we're not there yet right uh, I, I think a lot of marketing and marketers and CEOs need to talk about what their sustainability plans and goals yeah. are right? yeah. uh, rather than putting up an actor endorsing a product and spending crores and crores of rupees and millions of dollars okay. and something that's that's not even going to be remembered right? the, the
0: greenwashing yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean and this is the thing it's like, you know the, we you know the, our, our platform is is that business has to make the difference right so it yes. says yeah. the, the 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 tagline is better business better planet because y- you and I yeah. you know we, we we can't give up the things right but, you know my family yeah. are from India and when I went you're very young people but I'm very old so when I went in the in the seventies and eighties, you know, th- there wasn't any proper clean water. They had to boil the water. There was no, uh, they didn't have a fridge properly. You know, th- there were power cuts. Mm-hmm. It's completely transformed. Those people right. don't want to go back to not having the things they have, right? People yeah. like their mobile phones, and they should. Right. They like the ability to have all the things that you've you've, you've developed and and got. But the, the environmental cost now is one that yeah. all of us have to with And that has to come from business. So I, I totally agree what you guys are doing. It, it, it sounds amazing. What um, would you say has been the biggest thing you've learned about yourselves from this?
2: Uh, for me, uh, guys out there, you got to marry, right? right? Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, yeah, Ravi, do you want to go first?
1: Uh, no, I, I think I, I just, I think I've, yeah I'm finding it a bit hard to find the answer to that but I like I said earlier Smith I I think I just realized that uh, you know there is still so much to learn so much that I could do and do better and I think that was my learning from this and also you know just uh, we, when we were putting in the effort of doing this uh, it's just you know not knowing what the outcome would be and not knowing at that time we didn't know that we were going to go on for 4 years and would be yeah. doing this every weekend but yeah now when I look back I feel like you know, I, I think I did something which was for not just for me, but it was looking beyond me and yeah, uh, yeah. and doing something for the others to be able to enjoy also. Damn, you stole and my uh, I, I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's for you know, both of to us. You, to yeah, be it's, it, yeah,
2: So we're not making a lot of money, right? Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. Understand. This is yeah. the running, uh, running ethical and running mind, beach cleanup, and all that around it is, uh, uh, you know, social, uh, social work can suck you dry, right? But, but you know, we're happy. Yeah, you, you know, feel fulfilled. Yeah, you yeah, feel control. fulfilled. We're happy, and I think the act of just looking beyond you, like what Ravi said, can just do so much. And for us, it's partnership, right? Catch hold of a friend and uh, and start something of your own, and take that first step and see where you go with it. I think it's just about. Yeah. Um taking that first step, yeah. And looking beyond yourself. I yeah, think that's yeah. that's what works for us. Yeah. I'm About amazed.
0: Honestly, <laughs> Indra Nil Rabia, you've been fantastic. Speakers, guests, uh, you have humbled me, and I think you've re- inspired a lot of people. Thank you so much for joining us on the Net Hero podcast this week, and best of luck. And if people want to sort of check out what you're doing, and, and if they're in India, then it's EthicoIndia.com. Is that right? That's the that's the platform.
1: Yes, and or in, mind, and beach our mind Beach Cleanup. Yeah. Yes,
0: or Mind Beach Cleanup. No. Yeah. I definitely yeah. suggest you go and have a look at the pictures, audience, because it's incredible. Honestly, guys, brilliant work. Thank you. You are net zero heroes in my eyes. Thanks a lot for your time today. Thank,
1: thank you, so you so much, much. Thank,
2: thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank nice you talking so to you. Nice talking yeah. to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, check out Ethico India, Mind Beach Clean. Really brilliant stuff that's going on there and, and a real uh, lesson, as I said, to all of us that a tiny step can lead to a big change. Before I go, you've seen, hopefully, uh, Ellis this all our new head of carbon partnerships, has put out his first carbon column. It's a good read. It throws up the question whether aluminium cans are better than plastic bottles. You think so? You'd probably say yes, but have a read of that. And I've just come back today from the venue, the uh, CBS Arena in Coventry. We're putting the final touches to it and we are delighted to say it's going to be a humdinger of a show. So still a few tickets left. But get yourself ready for the Big Zero show All the agenda will be up from tomorrow. Well, actually, by the time this comes out today, so Wednesday, and you'll be able to check the sessions, have a look at what you want to listen to, get a better idea of the speakers. I've also got a webinar taking place uh, later on this week. So looking ahead at uh, what we've got. So again, if you've got a chance to join us, then do so. Uh, That will be uh, an interesting one thanks for listening. keep supporting us, keep downloading the podcast keep going on the steps to the future. I know things are a bit tough right now, but I think you know we will get through this. We've just got to keep holding our nerve and adjusting to make sure we do things better. Until next time see you soon You've been listening to the Net Hero podcast with Summit Bose from Future Net Zero. This is our platform for all things Net Zero. And if you or your business is doing great things on the path to Net Zero and want to be featured on the podcast, email nethero at futurenetzero.com. Follow us on social media. futurenetzero.com Better business, better planet.